normally I don't normally get political, but I'm sporting a Canada shirt today. <laughs> oh baby. But I guess it will get political when we talk about some of this new music, you know what I mean? No. Oh. Okay. Well we look clean. Yeah, we're we're on YouTube now. <laughs> Shouts That's out wrong. to the YouTube. Yeah. Oh man. Well, there's there's uh there's only some things to talk about this week. Barely any of them. Barely any ever. But we did watch Secret Invasion. You're caught up now. I'm caught up now. We're gonna chat about it. You yeah. we're gonna we're gonna chat about some of this new music. Um not a whole lot by way of news these days. Not a uh they say no news is good news. Who says that? Uh, mostly terminally ill people, I think. <laughs> but that's something, I guess. Um, anyways, uh, let's get into this new music, man. Yeah. Uh, Young Thug dropped, well, Metro Boomin rather, dropped the deluxe of Young Thug's album, Business is Business, with a new song, Money, featuring Juice World and Nicki Minaj. Oh, yeah, I forgot to listen. Dude. That's the one that you said to listen to it? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. freaking good. Okay. It's good. Oh, I like it a lot. It's um, it's it's one of the better vocal performances by Young Thug, mm. mostly because I don't think he's trying to do anything weird. Like, he just kind of vibes with the beat, and he, he yeah. goes pretty smooth over it. He's really just on the chorus. Um, oh, nice. And then Juice and Nicki Minaj take a verse each and um juice world sounds really good like it's it's very suiting for him the sample's pretty pretty catchy and cool so i liked it a lot it's a it's a it's a vibe for sure i have to give that one a listen yeah um i also listened i don't know why i keep doing this to myself i listened to the new weekend stuff from this week's (laughs) idol episode and honestly these ones weren't weren't as bad (laughs) content wise but they're they're decent soundtrack songs little babies on one um, they're kind of weird, but like, I feel like they fit the vibe of whatever. I feel like I'm just getting the vibes of this show without um, watching it. And it. Just by the soundtrack. Just by the soundtrack, which I guess that's what a soundtrack's supposed to do, right. but I don't know why I subject myself to it. <laughs> Anyways. I forgot to tell you, uh, some dude on TikTok, cause I posted that yeah, yeah. video. He was like, uh, something about like, it's whack. Like, Y'all should leave uh, reviewing music to somebody who actually knows shiz. I was like, what? But if that's your cup of tea, man, there's something wrong with you. But um, yeah, no, I, I, I don't think the song quality is bad. I just think the content of the songs is, yeah. is in question. Yeah, I responded. I was like, we didn't say that like the weekend sucks. Just those songs are questionable. That's it. Like, yeah, yeah. Calm down. Well, there's that, I guess. Um, yeah. yeah, Lil Baby actually has a pretty good feature on uh, the song False Idols. Uh, he opens with the first verse. And it's pretty good. He, I'm not the biggest Lil Baby fan, but he has his good moments that I really respect. Right. And um, I don't think this is like top tier for him, but it was it was pretty solid. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that one in just your words or <laughs> <laughs> in my mind. That is question. And I said, okay, I won't listen to it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so that was that was the weekend's new music. I think there was only like one or two songs by him, but mm. 
yeah, they were both I, just bees. I only saw the one uh with little baby. Yeah. On New Music Daily. Right. They um there wasn't a whole lot of new music. Was there anything that you uh checked you know, out that you liked? The I wouldn't say I liked it. Um <laughs> the only one that I saw and actually listened to was Olivia Rodrigo's new song Vampire. Ah. Not very good. Yeah. Like I don't remember when her last album dropped. I want to say it was like last. It was, it was a why it, it might have been two years, like 2021, end of 21, maybe. So I'm just over here wondering why she's still talking about this dude. Like, yeah. I mean, you mentioned before, and I think I think you were on to something. Uh, I feel like a lot of artists just adopt the aesthetic of Being wanting sad. to be a sad <laughs> breakup artist. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So. Well, they're not all black bear no but i mean there's a lot of them like that like honestly taylor swift's like that a lot like yeah she'll be in a healthy relationship and release half of an album on breakups so <laughs> um yeah so i mean yeah. I, I agree with you it wasn't it wasn't that good i i feel like olivia rodrigo has never really been a great music artist i feel like yeah. she just has aesthetic that appeals to the demographic that is her fans. Um, and I feel like that shows a lot with like lawsuits that she's had from ripping off Taylor Swift songs and ripping off, uh, the band's name is blanking on me right now. Yeah. Paramore. Yeah. Uh, those lawsuits just because I feel like she's taken what those artists did really originally and just made it more accessible to a generation of fans that knows her and not them. Right. Um, yeah. So I don't really think she, stands out in any way or does anything right. great she just is like i don't know a safe pick for young music listeners yeah. of that demographic she has like she has a solid voice like she's not bad at singing just not good or not very good at songwriting I'm yeah i say she's bad yeah, at it for sure she has a couple good songs i'm not gonna lie yeah and, I, and when you're a pop star like that i don't really think there's any excuse for it because i mean you can just hire anybody you want to write your songs and it's not like yeah. lyrical hip-hop where people are going to be mad at you for doing that right. and honestly in hip-hop people don't really care if you have co-writers if you give them credit it's yeah. just when you take credit for their work and so right. i don't know why like well, artists yeah. like her and you know other just get help. Yeah, seriously. You'll make <laughs> you'll make your money. Like, yeah, it. Yeah. So, yeah. I I agree with you. I wasn't a big fan. Yeah. Um, I also listened to James Blake's Big Hammer new single. Huh. Um, it was interesting. It was it was like an electronic song. Mm -hmm. Um, which I know he does a lot of experimental stuff. I don't think it's as good as his mainstream stuff from like the Spider Verse soundtrack right. and his features on, uh astral world and and other projects like that but it was it was interesting if you it was good if you like electronic music mm -hmm. it's not necessarily my favorite but it had a cool sample and um some cool beat switches and things like that so cool pretty cool production but um i did you listen to the new logic singles that came out the last two weeks multiple yeah there was check please this week and then there was one last week called let's see if it pulls up here real quick uh figure it out did you listen to either of those? I did not. Yeah. So Figured Out was a very unnecessary return that nobody asked for to the supermarket soundtrack sound that he did, where he's just like playing guitar and singing not very well and not very good writing. And like, if you want to make music that you like making, that's cool. But like, people are going to tear it apart if you do. 
if you do it bad oh, literally. like so that one wasn't very good uh figured out from two weeks ago but check please features a couple artists uh that are, i think are on his label or that he's friends with uh-huh. t.castro castro and t-man oh, yeah. the wizard yeah um and it was actually a pretty good song like it, it definitely had its corny moments which isn't unfamiliar territory for logic but the flows were cool the chorus was catchy and the beat was nice i don't think it stood out in any spectacular way that i'd be like loving it right. but it was really good quality and i think that i would see myself returning to it yeah. occasionally just to kind of get some some good hip-hop sound from them cool yeah i like it i just realized the tv's on <laughs> also i just realized i hope it doesn't stop on us that did not bring the usbs well, that's all right we're gonna we're gonna power through then <laughs> um other new music um decent track from lupe fiasco outside mm. um like a new one yeah new one this okay. week um it's got a very repetitive chorus which is it's cool like kind of intoxicating and and kind of catchy but i don't know that i would like it's it's not his best work and it's not what i would ever go to him for because right. there's artists that do that sound of like catchy hip-hop stuff a lot better than he does yeah. whereas i feel like his lyrics and wordplay are, are things that are unique to him that he does really well and there's some of that on there for sure but not as much as like his his great stuff and right um another song that i don't think anybody asked for to hear was we didn't start the fire fallout boys 2023 cover of the the, the billy joel song <laughs> um and the cover art is what immediately made me concerned it says a fallout boy cover of the billy joel song we didn't start the fire covering newsworthy items from 1989 to 2023 um and i'll start by saying fallout boy doesn't sound bad on it yeah like they, their vocals are fine the instrumentation's fine like it's nothing special but it's it's just such a song that I didn't ask for or didn't care to hear at all. Like I don't need to hear about Y2K and LeBron James and Iceland volcanoes. Like I I get the appeal of like the song and like, oh, there's so much that's happened. And yeah, that's true. But like, I don't know. Billy Joel did it and did it fine and like it was unique for its time and it just felt weird yeah. and uncomfortable. And they're like, Michael Jackson dies, and then you know lebron james is it was such unnecessary weird stuff and then yeah. like they're just talking about school shootings and all kinds of like i don't know essentially the premise of we didn't start the fire by billy joel but just obviously with all the news yeah, new right. news things and it just wasn't it wasn't needed at no. all not even a little no. bit and so fallout boy um fallout boy get ready to fall off boy <laughs> that was bad <laughs> that was that was bad but yeah i didn't ask for that one so that, there's that um oh wiz khalifa ty Dolla dropped a track called you i don't know if you heard that one mm-hmm. um it wasn't either their best works i feel like those artists would go really well together and i think they've made a couple tracks like i yeah. feel like they have collabs um that are my mind is blanking on right now but they sound fine together ty mm-hmm. Dolla does does well on the chorus uh wiz khalifa has some iffy vocal moments on the first verse but kind of figures it out right. more into the song um but like i said both artists just have such better 
sounds and catalogs that I would never really like be interested in returning to this song. Right. Um, but it is cool to hear them both do something together again and something a little yeah. newer. Um, let's see. Last new song. Oh, I have two new songs that I also listened to. Uh, the new mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen rock song. I shouted him out a couple weeks ago. Mm. Um, he had a new song come off his new album that's coming out in a little bit called take a bow and it's a hefty one dude it's oh copyright again it's no. seven minutes um that's a long one yeah and it's it's got some cool moments um but it feels like i wish it would have been shortened and more powerful in its moment because it took it felt like it took seven minutes to get to like what two and a half minutes of time should have been able right. to like you should have been able to pack in just in that like i don't know it ebbed and flowed so much that like it felt unnecessarily long and right. like it took so long just to get to the end goal of having a good sounding song right um but some very cool moments on it i'm i'm hoping it'll fit well into the album listen like that it'll kind of flow smoothly yeah. through there which will be cool um and then the last one i listened to was called favorite days by the neon trees and okay. the neon trees is a band that i've come back to lately mm -hmm. from like throwing it back to the 2013 2014 right. animal right you know ta everybody talks kind That's of days team. um bangers right yeah. like super super cool band that i like a lot and i even went back through some of their newer stuff and found a couple tracks that i enjoyed um and this one was like it did take me back to that kind of style of their older stuff um but it felt like just they were so unnecessarily trying to be edgy in the song um that it just it felt like weird and out of place and like unnecessary yeah. like i don't have anything i'm not gonna tell an artist where their boundaries are for what kind of song right. you want to make it just for the sound of the song the edginess of it sounded really out of place and it didn't mesh well together yeah um but still a really cool sounding song, like a, a super good vibe, um, a track that I'll probably enjoy a couple times throughout the summer, but not much more than that. Right. So, yeah, that was that was about it for new singles for me. Did you get any new singles? Nope, just Olivia Rodrigo. That was it's it. That was the been, only one, and it was trash. Yeah, it's <laughs> been a poor week for music for me. Yeah, um, we we did listen to. Did you listen to the Pink Tape, Lil Uzi? So we listened to the pink tape and we also are going to spend a little bit of time reviewing one of the more unique albums that's come out this year. Um, Scaring the Hose by Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia. Um, so yeah, we're, we're going to review, and this was unintentional, but two of the most very unique sounding albums this year, I think. Yes. Um, but we'll get, we'll get to those in just a second, but first we'll get uh, caught up with the reviewing of, secret invasion you've seen episode one now episode yeah. two just came out this week we both watched it um will contain spoilers for sure but um now that you're caught up what is your thoughts i kind of said coming into it that it was a good first episode but i felt like they needed to take a lot of steps forward right how are you feeling about it so <clears throat> to start off the show with that whole meetup and everything like between the two random people sure. right yeah um you know i'm going in like because it wasn't that the same actor that did uh 
that played that government dude in Black yeah. Panther. Uh, Everett Ross is the yeah. the character. Yeah. Yeah. So Bilbo Baggins. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, you know, he's in it, and I'm like, oh, okay, like this is cool. We kind of get to see him, like do whatever yeah Yeah. like because he did a lot of bad things technically to america because he was helping out yeah so kind of to see i was like getting excited to see his side of the story like after that and you don't see any of that um so that kind of threw me off like right off the bat yeah and i was like okay so we're gonna get a lot of those little like whoa moments like that's crazy no not really. Right. There, there were a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of. Uh, there was one when everything was going down in Moscow. Um, and then the like last part of the first episode that threw me off guard. I didn't really. Think, yeah. You didn't see it coming. No. When she was, dude, like <laughs> ten minutes into the episode, she's like. If you keep going down someone's this path, gonna you're gonna, someone's going to get hurt. I was like, oh, she's dead. Well, yeah. Well, okay. But I, I like, I thought, I knew she was going to die eventually. You just didn't think it'd be episode one. No. Okay. We started off real crazy. Like, yeah. Especially because when it comes to side characters, I feel like Maria Hill is, wait, did that ruin it? Was that a spoiler? Oops. Sorry. No, we um, already said spoilers. So oh, we're okay. cool. We're chilling. It's your yeah, fault cool. now. <laughs> Yeah. Um I feel like when it comes to side characters, Maria Hill is one of the more known ones. Yeah. Because of like Avengers and she's like been there early er, early Marvel. Right. Yeah. And so to kind of just oh, you got shot and you died. Like right. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> I'm done. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> I was shocked. Like I, I just wasn't expecting it at all. For sure. Um I agree with what you have to you had to say last week, like there's a lot of buildup for kind of nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It it felt like there were a lot of suspenseful moments that just died for a sec. Yeah. And then, like, you don't get any answers right away, which makes sense. You're not supposed to get, like, all of the answers right away. Right. So that part made sense. Um, The shape-shifting looks really well done, like, when they actually – change from scroll to person yeah it actually looks super cool so i'm glad they didn't like i mean unless it's Butcher just that. Yeah, like if it's bad cgi well i can't i don't tell. think so it was good i, I think me. it was i think it was decent yeah um i love nick fury's new look um kind of that like i don't know it, it just seems like he's seen some things and he's already seen some things so to look like that and come back to earth it's like what have you been through yeah yeah, that's that's really it for right. like the first episode. Yeah, I think with his like touching on that aesthetic of his look kind of thing, and and it does look like he's gone through some stuff. It gave me a lot of the vibes of uh, the aesthetic of Hugh Jackman's Logan character. Yeah. Like, I don't know, we've seen kind of, and I guess Hugh Jackman never really played quote unquote a put together Wolverine, but like right. he had his moments where he like it, you know it was the aesthetic of Wolverine, and then by the time you get to Logan, you're like, oh, he's. Like, He's he's beat up. <laughs> he's he's not feeling well. Um, and I think that that gave me some like some of the same vibes for Nick Fury. That it it definitely you know the costume design uh portray or plays into the character's persona for yeah. sure and in the in the vibes that you're gonna get from them from the show. But I I definitely think it was 
like I was super excited to see uh, Maria Hill throughout the show and yeah. kind of I felt like like you said she's a really well-known side character but we don't really get a whole lot from her in any movies right like she just has her little moments here and there and I was like oh it'll be cool to kind of see her as a more main character get right. to know her a little bit better and maybe we still will like some flashback kind of stuff but like it felt weird for <laughs> Everett Ross's character and her just boom boom like first episode they're done and that's I guess kind of what I was referring to is like there's a lot of suspense for like what feels like these big bombshells. And then instead of like, I don't know, getting into these interesting storylines, it's just like dead, <laughs> dead, <laughs> dead. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, going into the second episode, I was interested to see how they would uh, move through that storyline. And I felt like they didn't really take any big steps forward. Like there was some interesting developments in it, but it wasn't anything where I was like, oh, wow, we're really getting into the show yeah. now. It was like the episode ended and I was like, I feel more or less like I'm in the exact same place that I was after episode one. Yeah, you. I feel like all we figured out was a couple more things to the story. Like, oh, there's more scrolls than they originally right, thought, right. which that was crazy. Um, and then like the very ending when we find out that Nick is married to a scroll and is like, huh? What? What did he say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, other than that, right? I I guess like as far as the uh, I miss I, I guess just the development of the situation yeah. more so than like more so than the plot twists like that because yeah. like the situation kind of ends in the exact same place that it like you end with that big terrorist attack, which first of all, like it's kind of crazy that I feel like in Marvel movies or just in superhero movies, there's not a ton of super successful, like villain attacks on things that we see on that scale where it's like, they're talking about thousands of people are dead and like impending world war between nations. And uh, so that was, that was kind of interesting to to see those. Yeah, for sure. Like that, that was kind of crazy to see that it just happened that quickly, but yeah, there were some some cool developments with things like that. Um, one thing I will comment on is the awful, atrocious writing of this show. <laughs> like the script writing is so bad. Is it? Yeah, like that whole encounter between Rhodey and Nick Fury. I'm Nick Fury, even when I'm out. I'm in. Yeah, no, that I was, was like, stupid. Who that, wrote this show? That, that whole scene was stupid. Yeah, that was that was some some pretty bad bad writing. But like like there's there is some some interesting developments with like he's kind of on his own now, and I felt like that was really the vibe that the second episode was giving off of like right. burning bridges with his you know allies in the scrolls, and then the U.S. government and the Avengers people right. basically burning bridges with him so and then like marie's dead like he he doesn't really have anybody that he can yeah you know go to yeah get help from and so it does seem kind of like the it's a little corny but like Rhodey was saying there's this threat that's so much worse than hydra and only you can deal with it and it's like i don't know kind of a lot of foreshadowing into what we're gonna get out of the show i guess but I'm going to be disappointed if it's just Nick Fury taking on an army by himself and somehow winning without yeah <laughs> some good explanation so right cuz the I'm telling you like this is why it should have been an Avenger movie like right. there are 
a million, at least a million yeah. scrolls on Earth. You are one man. No. It's just not good like, math. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if it's a fake yeah. universe. No. Right. So. And it, I will say I'm curious to see how it goes forward. I'm interested. Yeah. But after two episodes, I'll also say I'm concerned to see how it goes. <laughs> like, I feel like it's at a little bit of a tipping point right, right. now. And I'm worried that it's going to tip towards the bad side. But right. it's it's not even like, at least for me, it's not. It doesn't feel like a bad show. Right. It doesn't feel like a good show. But if it stays this way, it'll just be one of the most boring things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Not good, but it, not bad. Like, I feel like it has its good aspects and elements to it, but it definitely has its off-putting and right, for sure. not so great parts. Um, I'm back on hating Rhodey even more now. <laughs> I can't stand that dude. Oh, he's so stupid. Yeah, I I will say I think um it does bring back some some thoughts to WandaVision cuz <clears throat> like I watched the show after a lot of people had already seen it and so I remember everyone saying, "Oh, it's so boring. I only got through like two episodes like and WandaVision?" I, yeah, wow. cuz the first two episodes of WandaVision are pretty boring. It's yeah. just like and sitcoms weird, essentially. Yeah. And so people were like didn't give it a chance to get to the interesting storyline and so i mean we do have a a pretty interesting plot so far that they haven't really done anything with is the main concern i feel like right but i do i am curious to see how they move forward with it and i'm hopeful it'll be good but like you said if it doesn't develop then it's just gonna be it's just boring yeah that's that's all it's really been so far without it developing into something yeah i almost fell asleep during the second episode (laughs) it's a lot just, of walking and a lot of talking. Yeah, there was sure. <laughs> not a lot was happening. Yeah. So, yeah, but I mean, that's that's pretty much my yeah, summation of the, yeah. the show so far. I like I I really like the intro. Like <clears throat> nothing to do with the actual show or plot or anything, but the little intro to Secret Invasion is really cool. I like the design, like the so, title sequence. Yeah. I, I heard I they like made that. it with uh, they had AI make all of it, like AI art, artwork and graphic design. So, it's infiltrating. Dang it. Kevin from the FBI, from your Snapchat AI. He did it. He designed the secret invasion artwork. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, that, like we've, we kind of mentioned earlier, there's not a whole lot of movie stuff going on. There are some big releases coming out this month. Like it's July now. Yeah, we've got got, a lot of movies coming out. Yeah, we've got uh, Insidious comes out this Friday, uh, Mission Impossible the following, and then uh, Oppenheimer and Barbie, which, I think we'll at least take a look at a few of those, if not all of them and do some reviews on those. So a lot coming up in the future, but for today, we've got some, some interesting music to talk about, man. Dude, I don't even know what to say. (laughs) Well, let's, uh, I'll, I'll jump, jump into this little Uzi album and start by saying that when I saw this is coming out, I, first of all, the artwork's pretty cool. Yeah. The artwork is really cool. I don't know why it feels like, so fitting for him yeah but, but it, it, it really works yeah it, it, it's a cool look for him anyways um i even when like i saw that the lead single was just want to rock i felt like yeah it's a it's a cool vibe and like the the production's really good and it has that really catchy bit yeah but i felt like it was a whole lot of nothing like it just it was two and a half three minutes of pretty much that sample mm-hmm. and like he didn't really do anything with yeah, it. yeah no that 
that was one of the most disappointing tracks just because everybody knows i just want to rock like that part yeah and then they that's just the sound that's the whole song yeah that's it yeah it just goes through like the instrumentation and it repeats that chorus like twice more and there's no real there's nothing else yeah that's just it. a bunch of his little wow noises is... <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said yeah it, I, dude and that segues into the next thing about this album i did not need to hear little uzi vert go <laughs> that many times he just he literally like every five seconds <laughs> It's so bad. That is that is atrocious. Oh my gosh. Um. <laughs> anyways, um. There's actually like there's a couple tracks on this album that I thought were really well executed. Mm-hmm. Um. The first one, "Flooded the Face," I actually really liked a lot. I thought it was a super cool intro. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do a whole lot song wise, but as an intro to the album, I thought it was really good. Right. Um. I also thought, uh, "Crush 'Em" and "Spin Again" were admirable tracks um they weren't like the best thing that i've ever heard but they were pretty good um i don't know what Nicki minaj has been on the last couple weeks but her features have been great really great yeah really i I love what nikki's been doing. yeah and i'm not even like i like some of her stuff's great but like her flows her rhyming her vocals sound so good lately yeah it i've always said that Nicki minaj has been the best female rapper yeah since uh what how do you say her name mary j oblige yeah yeah since her and she proved that i was right like cardby trash megan the stallion trash those are the only really two in my opinion she's uh if you, you want to think... count doja track oh, doja, doja cat. cat yeah she has her moments yeah not better than nikki you think Nicki minaj is better than i spice though we're done <laughs> get out <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, Nikki on Endless Fashion. Even Uzi sounds really good on that yeah. Endless Fashion track. I like that one a lot. Um, the song that surprised me the most was Nakamura, I think it's called. It's like 14. It's the 14th song on the album. Mm. He has like these kind of um, it's these vocal tones on the chorus. He's not he's not, it's not like a, anything that he's singing, but he's kind of just hitting these different vocal ranges going yeah. through it. It's super cool. I, I liked it a lot. Um, and then, of course, just want to rock, like, super cool sample, but really, right. like, upset that he didn't do anything with it, right. really. Because that that could be a really cool song if you get really good verses on it. Right. Other than that, it's, like, pretty lame. Yeah, for sure. And then Bring Me the Horizon is featured on Werewolf, mm-hmm. um, a group that I feel like has good moments as as a rock right. metal alternative kind of outfit, but they don't really like they have some good moments on this song and and a lot of moments that I don't love on the song, which I feel like kind of epitomizes them as a group yeah. and Lil Uzi's album as a whole right here. <laughs> um I also really like the Don Tolliver track Patience. Mm-hmm. Um The End with Baby Metal. I like the korean metal group that is featured on the end not a great song but a perfect way to close out this album like so perfect i was like this is exactly what should be the end of this album it's not very good it's a lot going on yeah it feels like a weird fit yeah but like i'm listening to it so (laughs) there's something right money i guess 
Um, I also really liked uh, the bonus track Zoom at the end. I mm-hmm. thought that one was was pretty cool. It felt like a more true Lil Uzi Vert song that that he would do really well. So those those were the tracks that I liked. Um, as a whole, I thought the album. I mean, I, like we kind of we've kind of said, it was so weird. There's so much going on. Yeah. Um, I felt like a lot of it was poorly executed, and I was also disappointed that with how many times I felt like the pattern of what we saw with just want to rock where he doesn't really do anything with a song yeah. appears here. Like that Travis Scott song, a early on, it felt like something that Sheck West would do like kind of a throwback to like yeah. the Mo Bamba days of, of hip hop. Right. And they both kind of do a whole lot of nothing with that song. Like they just kind of <laughs> like, I don't know. They, there were some cool ideas, but it just felt like nothing really developed and then it's kind of like we said interspersed with these weird unfitting songs that are good songs like right. the Nicki minaj track or the don Tolliver track that are good songs and good little uzi vert songs mm. but don't feel like they fit the tone of the album at right. all for me so anyways that that's kind of my initial thoughts as i was listening to it yeah and then so for me i'm not like i don't like little uzi vert at all they're are instances where like I'll vibe to the music playing, but mm-hmm. me as a person will never go out of my way to play Lil Uzi Vert unless it is for a podcast. Yeah. Other than that, no, <laughs> count me out. I don't like him. Yeah, I've tried so hard because I know he's such a, pop- a popular artist, right? And so I keep giving him chances, and he just keeps letting me down. It's things you don't like, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> and so I went in to this album going, you know what? Maybe he's different. Maybe he's changed. It's a new sound. I will like this. No, I. There were two songs that I liked and downloaded. Um, those being, uh, endless fashion with Nicki Minaj, and then a actually with Travis Scott. I like how Travis sounded, which is crazy because you're not a big Travis I don't like Travis yeah. either. But lately, I've been only liking with anything that he's been on or what he's been putting out. Yeah. So, oh, well, I guess three out of the last. However, many. however long he's been making music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, those were the only two that I really liked. He the album cover is super cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give him that. Yeah. Um it it uh gave me very similar vibes to that one country album that you sent me. The Crow something. Oh, the Hardy album, Mockingbird and the Crow. Yeah, yeah. because like I feel like half of it was his style of rap and like what we know Lil Uzi for. Sure. And then out of nowhere, it's a bunch of like metal and rock and everything else. Yeah. Like I just, <laughs> I was playing games cause I didn't actually care to listen to this album. Yeah. And all I hear is I just start hearing screaming from my, <laughs> from my speakers. <laughs> I pause my game, check to see if it's still yeah. Lil Uzi and lo and behold, yeah. it's still Lil Uzi. I'm like, this is terrible. Right. So, yeah, it just I don't know. I I don't typically enjoy when that happens when you split your album into two different genres. Yeah. Cuz most of the time it doesn't work out. Right. It's it's not very good. It never really gets executed properly. Um and so I don't know why people are doing it or thinking, "Hey, that's an idea." Yeah. Throw it away. Um Yeah, that's I just don't like it. Right. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I feel like there's there's definitely a trend um, that isn't very good within music where an artist will try to do that. They're, 
trying to make like some kind of music that's experimental to them like not necessarily new or innovative music necessarily because it's something that other artists have been doing and doing really well right um but then they'll come in with something like this project that uzi did which has 26 songs it's an hour and a half listen yeah um and they'll do it like like i'm not a big metal guy but it's not very well done metal like it has some decent moments he features some artists that are good at it Mm -hmm. and it's got like you can tell he's got the money to pay for decent enough people to be in the room to make it decent but it's not like great rock music it's Mm -hmm. not great well-developed song ideas and it's one thing to incorporate that like a new sound or a new style into an existing sound that you're going for with your album. Like a lot of what, you know, artists like Drake or Post Malone or Kanye do, they incorporate a lot of various things in where they're incorporating some elements of pop or, or in Post Malone's case, some rock and some country and they fit it and piece it together really, really well. Right. And so that's one thing to do, but when you're dividing up individual songs, like, okay, like I'm going to put a R and B track right here. And then, baby metal is going to come in to close yeah, out the album right. like, <laughs> like no don't do yeah that. it it just it doesn't feel like it fits very well and it like i i was pretty disappointed in general just with how the album turned out overall mm-hmm. and i'm like i'm not a little uzi connoisseur like i'll listen to right. the good stuff i'll listen to songs of his that i like and i'll like listen to something when it drops from him just because he's he is a big popular artist and i've heard some stuff from him that i do enjoy right but it just it wasn't a very good project for him and like really the only reason i would ever find myself returning to any of this is like in the gym or doing something like that and it's not at all because the songs are good Mm. it's just the tempo it has the right pace for that kind of thing and it's not at all because like it was a well-done song Mm. necessarily it's just like oh it's got the right tempo to like you know get you moving around yeah like I feel like I just want to rock is a great workout song. Sure. You don't really got to pay attention to it at all. Right. You're not thinking about yeah. that. Yeah. So it's, that's a great song for that instance. Yeah. But yeah, I, like the other thing that to kind of add on to the whole split thing, I feel like yeah. the only other time where you could do something really well is like story based, not genre based. Like oh, if yeah. you were to tell like two sides of a story, yeah. Like halfway through an album, that'd be super cool. Like, I don't really know of anyone that has done that. At least not super well. Yeah. Yeah. But like that, that would make sense to do just not two whole separate genres. Or at least that drastic of difference, right? right. Like you yeah. could do a little bit of difference yeah. or have like different individual focuses of a song, but right. metal yeah. to trap slash r&b is yeah, is pretty a pretty big leap yeah. to to do and for someone that's not mega talented like him it yeah. isn't very well <laughs> yeah this is definitely one of my least favorite albums of the year um sorry no yeah i i would i would give it a solid four being on the downhill scale but like yeah. like an album i didn't enjoy but had moments that i was like okay this is like you know this not terrible cool. yeah um but yeah i'd give it a solid four yeah same like around that three or four mark yeah. and mainly it's because i think the first half until it started getting into the metal portion mm-hmm. i felt like the the production was pretty well done like i didn't really have a problem with any of the instrumentals or anything like that yeah um and then 
Like I'll I'll give props for the features he does get just because even though it is two different genres, you're right. Like he at least got people that do it. Sure. So like Yeah. Congrats. <laughs> yes. You know people. <laughs> you have money. We get it. That's about it. Yeah. Does he still have that stone in his head? I think so. It looked like he did on the album cover. What a fool. Yeah. He's, it's kind of crazy. He's Vision from the event. I was just about to say. Yeah, he still does on the album cover. He's the modern day Vision. Um, I will I will give him props. I think I don't think you can make an album with the word pink in the title without having a Nicki Minaj feature. I think it's it seems like just a requirement of the law of the universe. So that's good. Um, the other thing I'll give him props for is in spite of how, you know, wacky it sounds when he was like every song i've done it like four times on this podcast and my throat's shredded so i keep drinking water so i mean like it's impressive i'll give him that it's not good but it's impressive dude he probably doesn't do it every time he probably got the recording done once (laughs) well i'll come do it at your concerts lose you just pay me well and i'll come scream in in the middle of your songs Oh, it sucks that this isn't a very good album. It's like I would want this in a vinyl, just the cover. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, but I won't. I feel like every year there's an album that I like attempt to listen to just because the <laughs> album cover is really good, and sometimes it turns out little really well. Like Young Blue had an album last oh, year yeah. with super cool album cover, yeah. and I was like, oh, I'll give this one a chance. Um, I've been pretty okay. disappointed this year. I I listened yeah. to IDK's album because it had a cool album cover and this one um well i would have listened to this one either way i think but uh in spite of having a good album cover wasn't a very good album no (laughs) disappointing there yes um any other thoughts on Lil Uzi before we move on from that one let's move on (laughs) let's get off that (laughs) that album for now (laughs) forever uh album number two that we listened to um it's it's uh an album that i didn't even know it was coming out. These aren't artists that I'm super familiar with or big on. I know right. both of them. I've heard stuff from both of them. Um, wasn't really an album that I was like, oh, had circled on my calendar or anything. Right. Came out a few months ago in March. March. Um, I listened to it when it came out. I've listened to it a couple times since. Uh, we didn't really have anything to talk about. So I was like, dude, yeah. we could have an interesting conversation about this album because this isn't what either of us listened to a whole lot. I'm going to send it your way. Um, yeah, how did how did you even find this album? So this was on like this was just featured on Apple Music's new albums, really? like like on the like cover page of what is new that's coming out. Wow. I saw that. Um, there there are some uh, music reviewers um, and journalists that I follow. A lot of their um, articles that they write or videos that they do, um, and a lot of them have been very big on this album and very big on these artists. Uh, which is like kind of fed into me being interested enough to listen to it in the first right. place. <clears throat> so, I mean, I have my thoughts. What, what do you think of this album? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I listened to it for the first time today. Yeah. Like mainly cause I forgot to, but then I was like, okay, well like it's only 36 minutes long. Like yeah. I can knock this out today right. and it'll be fresh in my mind. Yeah. Dude. I don't know what I think about this album. Yeah. It was, there were a couple cool parts where they um, implemented sound bites of different songs yeah and that was super cool right but what is going on in the background what are these instruments yeah i don't know and why does one of the dudes sound exactly like childish gambino okay i was saying that 
I was saying, dude, I look at my phone constantly trying to see, like, is this a childish game? Right, like, is he helping? Is, like, what's going on? So, I... I had the exact same thought vocally with with JPEG Mafia sounds a lot like Childish Gambino. Um, and I do think because of that, the two albums that this reminded me of is it reminded me of a very big blend of Kanye West's Yeezus and Childish Gambino's Because the Internet. Yeah. And those are both albums that have grown on me a lot over time. Yeah. And so this is like the third or fourth listen for this album that I've gone through. And honestly, I still don't have a firm uh, like thought on, on where it ranks, right. like how I would rate it. Um, but I will say it, like I've read some stuff about it and like some of the critiques I have of it are don't seem uncommon. And, and even like like I've also read online that other people say that he sounds like childish gambino yeah. though not as many as i feel like should be saying that dude <laughs> they, they sounded exactly the same yeah uh, yeah i i agree i think it sounded very very similar to because of the internet um which i'm not opposed to like yeah i thought that album was intriguing and same with this one like i'm not gonna say it's a bad album like yeah I don't know if I enjoyed it though, just because sure. I'm so confused on what was happening with right. the instruments. Yeah, hundred like, percent. So I, yeah, like my biggest criticisms of the album is I feel like, and and this isn't something that's uncommon for both of these artists, and I think it's something that they both addressed when the album came out and kind of dismissed as the album came out, like, oh, we don't really care. Yeah. Um, I don't really love the mastering on the album. Like, I yeah. love the like you know that the beats are so in your face kind of stuff but it it drowns the vocals out a lot of the times and so i don't mind a loud album or like at all but i want to hear both of them and a lot of times their vocals are drowned out so i feel like they need to go one way or the other and like kind of balance that out a little bit um my other criticism is that it in spite of how much chaos is going on and how many samples there are uh it sounds very repetitive. Like the beats all have the same aesthetic to yeah. them sonically. And I was reading that's because JPEG who did the production uh, used the same machine to do all of it as mm-hmm. like a challenge for himself for the album. And I feel like when artists do that, it's like, Oh cool. Like you challenge yourself. And in some cases it works out cool. Like Kanye's right. 808s worked out really well as a great album, but let's be honest. There's, there's some duds on 808s. There's some songs that aren't yeah. his best work. And so I feel like they do themselves a disservice a lot like that. Like I know there's Eminem songs where he's like, Oh, I challenged myself to only have the same rhyming pattern. The whole song, like only use the same rhyme each line. And it's like, okay, that sounds like a cool theory, but it doesn't turn out very well when you use that same rhyme, every line, it just gets boring. Yeah. And so I feel like I wish they would have had a little bit more diversity and variety in the sonic aspects of the beats. Um, Vocally, I'm not massive fan of danny brown Mm -hmm. but he has some decent moments where he's flowing um the other thing i don't like i guess my last criticism is they recycle a lot of their own lines yeah throughout like the album like there's a bunch of lines about hulk hogan and racism throughout the song which like super good lines super funny but like the fourth time i've heard it i'm like it's unoriginal (laughs) now you've used that same line like four times i get that it's a good line i like it a lot but yeah you gotta like 
yeah <laughs> diversify your bars please yeah um the biggest thing that caught my eye was every single one of the titles to these songs so it, it's a for anybody who doesn't know it's a 14 14 song album mm-hmm. um and it immediately reminds me of my homie mikey because when when he makes a beat he'll just call it whatever like yeah no thought behind it just something random yeah. right like and it's funny most of the time like yeah whatever so going down the line and yes i'm reading every single one of these <laughs> you have lean beef patty step a pig scaring the hose garbage bill kids <laughs> Fentanyl tester, perfect. I won't do that one. Orange juice, mud waters. We'll just we'll just say the part. Mud waters. This this is a clean podcast on Apple, so we we can't change it for this episode. Got orange juice, Jones. Kingdom Hearts key. God loves you. Funny enough, those are the two most normal ones. And also, run the jewels. Which was which is a that's actually a band name. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And then Jack Harlow combo meal. Shout out to Jack Harlow, I guess. Reverse shout out though. They actually dissed Jack Harlow on it. So Frank, um, ho in parentheses, heaven on earth, and where you get your coke from. There you go. I've never seen something so chaotic. Great song names, man. Yeah, it 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 definitely but like honestly going through all those names it feels fitting and like there are some songs that are titled after the samples that they used for it um yeah. like I think it was Orange Juice Jones was one right uh who's an R&B singer which they used the sample from yeah. his song so like it makes sense but they do make for weird song titles and that's probably like what he named it as he's like remixing the beat he's just like Orange Juice Jones yep. okay next yep. um but yeah, I like one of the things that I did praise this album a lot on and that I love is it. I love the lyrical moments where there's such backhanded compliments and references and like disses. Yeah. And it comes across in such a comedic and chaotic way that it reminds me of like uh, early Eminem's yeah. Slim Shady LP or the Eminem show kind of stuff that he that he did back then that made him so edgy and so great. Right. And I think that these two artists are at like a point in their careers, I guess, where they are doing that really, really well. Just the sheer amount of references on the songs is ridiculous. It's astonishing. If you're reading the lyrics or like just listening and following along, it's like every two lines, they're just like backhandedly dissing somebody (laughs) and like double entendre roasts. And it's hilarious. I like they, they definitely have a lot of talent for that lyricism and stuff um yeah. it's see, very chaotic though see funny enough like i don't hate this album whatsoever yeah like i actually enjoyed yeah the randomness and the chaoticness of it i do agree what you say when uh it's it muffles out their voice their vocals yeah um that's one kind of style i am not fond of because it follows along with how i don't like mumble rappers and stuff like that sure let me hear what you're trying to say that's why i'm listening to the song I, like i understand people like the beats and everything yeah you want to hear what you're saying yeah or maybe i'll just go find different music you know <laughs> you don't have to appeal yeah. to me um 
but yeah, like I'll have to listen to that one a couple more times. And it's not a hefty listen either. Like no. 36 minutes for an entire yeah. album's real nice. Like, but I'll have to, I'll have Dude, to it, it that feels like I, I just thought of this analogy right now. It feels a lot like a train wreck, like, yes, not in a bad way, but just like <laughs> in, in the fact that it's just barreling towards you and like 36 minutes pass and it's over. And you're like, just left in the wake of what's just happened. <laughs> what is going on? What, what did I just listen to? But I think honestly, like after the third or fourth time that I've gone through this, I will say I enjoy it more each time I do listen yeah. to it. And like, I think my favorite tracks, uh, this the title track is really good. Fentanyl Tester, I really enjoy. <laughs> it feels weird saying these song titles, but like super cool song. Uh, Perfect has some good moments. Kingdom Hearts Key is pretty good. And I also really like the closer where you get your Coke from. Um, the beat on that one is so cool. It's just, and then, it's, it's intoxicating. So cool. Um, anyways, yeah. it's very different than the mainstream, which I, I enjoy. Like I enjoy the diversity being brought into the genre for yeah. sure. Um, but like, I, like, I really am at a loss for words. And yeah. I like, before we started this, I said, I didn't make any notes. And you're like, it's okay. And I was like, no, like, I don't have any, I don't know what I'm going to say about this album. because It's, it's just so all over the place. Dude, I'm not going to let after like immediately after I listened to this album, I was like, Ryder's going to be pissed. I don't have any thoughts about this album. What are we going to talk about? Like, yeah, I, yeah. So I've just been dreading this all day. Yeah. Well, we're here now. <laughs> we're, we're making it through it. Um, I honestly feel like, so I'll get back to the the reviewers that I follow and, and yeah. a lot of these journalists that have talked about this album. And a lot of them are giving it really high praise saying like, it's their pick for album of the year so far. It's one of the best projects they've heard in recent years. We did our, our Mount Rushmore discussion, uh, not on this podcast. Before we started this podcast, we talked about who we put on our hip hop Mount Rushmore. I wrote an article about it yeah. and put it out there on Instagram and had some people reply to me and i had one person that said jpeg mafia is like number one on his hip-hop tier for like who he'd put on his mount rushmore right now in hip-hop and the more i'm hearing the more like i don't know if he's there for me yet Mm -hmm. i do hear it more the more that i listen to him and and especially with this new project i think they uh did it really well i i will say i still feel like i stand by my criticisms a lot Mm -hmm. Um, which aren't like foreign criticisms to them. Like, right. I don't think recycled bars always come across well the yeah. second time. I know Logic's done that a lot in the past. Right. Um, like with all of his biracial bars. Yeah. Or I mean, like, and then he made a joke about it. Yeah. And he makes a joke like on multiple songs. He's like, he was, he keeps using the line, I'm going to get ahead, like, or head first, like I'm a fetus or something. And yeah like he anyways it just doesn't come across well when you keep recycling those bars and uh like it's one thing i felt like if they were to kind of go back and forth using it like shouting each other out with the bar yeah um or if it was like a continuous theme from the album which i guess it is a little bit but like the amount of times that various bars come back on the project isn't astonishing like it's not like throughout the whole album but i will say it was frequent enough that i was like not loving like i picked up on it and didn't love that it was so frequent right um and i i will say like i stand by the the mastering criticism not that like you can't master an album differently than what's in the mainstream but yeah uh 
just that it's not, it doesn't feel completed. Like I wish it would have been a little bit better right. done. Um, and I would have enjoyed more variety in the sonic aspects of the beat making, right. which like I said, probably comes from the fact that he's using the same machine. Um, and I don't think a producer can't have a particular style that suits them, but just, I feel like a little bit better diversity and finishes on the the beats would have come across a lot more enjoyable as a listen. Right. I think, <clears throat> I think if I were to listen to this a couple more times, I think it could very well be a top five album for me just cause it, it's so unique. You don't hear this from anyone else. at all. They give me very heavy vibes from, uh, suicide boys in the sense that they to me they kind of just came out of nowhere came with something super (laughs) unique and then like did really really good with it um and then on top of that being so or putting something out like because of the internet and uh was it coloring book that i listened to that had the same kind of yeah like chance rappers coloring book gospel yeah 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 so those two where it's like not my cup of tea, but I understand why a lot of people love it. Yeah. Um, and I have respect for the artist that did it because it's not bad work at all. Just not something I listen to. Right. Um, that's where I kind of see this album becoming, which is so weird. Cause what the heck? I <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I definitely think, like I said, I mean, uh, I know JPEG and Danny both have a big following, um, as artists and because of that are starting to get a lot more mainstream recognition despite not being a mainstream mm-hmm. sound at all and i feel like suicide boys is kind of similar they've built such right. an underground following that they're kind of just now jumping into the mainstream right um being more well known uh but i feel like it's very well deserved like the yeah. lyricism on this album is great the uniqueness and the innovation of the beats and how well they're put together in the intricacies it is very chaotic there is a lot going on but it's all very well put together. It's very well done for how chaotic it is. It's very well put together. Yeah, absolutely. As much as you can. And that like, I guess adds to the train wreck. Like it's just, (laughs) it just comes right through there. And uh, anyways, yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely, I don't know that I, I would definitely say it's probably near my top 10 right now. I want to for sure give it a couple more listens before I definitively say where I'd put it. Um, Honestly, right now I'm feeling a solid, eight out of 10 on this thing though. Like I, I really enjoyed the uniqueness of the album. Right. For, <clears throat> so I, like I said, I only listened to it all the way through one time today. And for most of it, I wasn't even super focused on it. So I'd probably give it like around a 6.5 to a seven, which still is pretty solid for not focusing on it. Yeah. Um, I'll probably listen to it on the car, way, the car ride home yeah. so that, I'm actually paying attention to it. Um, but yeah, not a bad album at all. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know how much more there is to say about this. I'm kind of at a loss for words otherwise. Yeah, that's that's really <laughs> it. This might be our shortest podcast Dude, ever. You guys are welcome. You don't have to listen to us very much today. Um, yeah, um, you two or TikTok man that, uh, that said we don't know how to review music. Um, <laughs> Let us know what you think about this JPEG Mafia, Danny Brown record. Are we way off? Do you agree with us? Um, Still not going to let you tell me that those weekend songs were good. This is what he says. Okay, let's hear it. And I quote, you should not be running a music account. Leave that to the people who actually know shiz about music. 
they're whack. The weekend is a drastically better artist than anyone you listen to. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> if that guy listened to our podcast, he would know that right. we do like the weekend and think he's great. That the subject matter of those songs is just treacherous, though, and At very X toxic. Bud KW. All right. Shout you out, bro. There you go. Um, You're welcome. Yeah. I mean, super cool that uh, they did this record, and I feel like that it's getting recognition despite being yeah. non-traditional sound for hip-hop at all. Yeah, I, I honestly love when that happens. Like, it's it's so cool to see any any type of artist in any type of genre. It doesn't really matter. Just, work, like, put so much work into their craft and then eventually getting their break. Yeah. Like, NF talked about that in one of his earlier songs where it's like, you think that they just came out, but they've probably been at like this thing for like years on years. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's true. And it's super cool to finally see like them get their recognition and especially good recognition. Like it's, it's nothing any, well, I don't know anything about them yeah. or what anybody's saying, but all positive things from what you've at least told me. So that's, that's always great to hear. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm sure there's, they've got their haters out there right. just like just like everybody does and i honestly i love on the album that they address that on the track scaring the hose right they're like talking about like they kind of portray this scenario of playing jpeg mafia or danny brown in a car mm -hmm. and they're like stop scaring the hose give me back my ox cord <laughs> like and and i could totally see that being like a fitting thing because like i don't know that i'd ever play this just driving around with the homies but it is a really cool album and it's it's obviously very well made. Uh they've got a lot of talent. I hope that they continue to to make some yeah. some great stuff. I'd love and, to see more development from them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I see more features of them on bigger artist projects yeah. or or incorporated into bigger Ooh. artist stuff. Suicide Boys meets JPEG slash the other person that's a really long name. Yeah. Collab. Yeah. Honestly. Song. Or I would I would even love to hear what they would do with an artist like uh Kanye West like I mean he going through some stuff but canceled <laughs> yeah yeah fittingly canceled but but like in in musical theory like it'd be cool to hear a, yeah. a young Kanye West do something with JPEG Absolutely. Mafia like I think yeah. he's he would have the range to do it or even I mean I won't say Drake but I think there's artists in the mainstream that could do cool collabs yeah. with that yeah. point <laughs> <laughs> anyways yeah yeah. Well, Shout out to uh to JPEG Mafia, Danny Brown. Uh yeah. Lil Uzi, you can still hire me to scream at your concerts <laughs> if you want to. Lil Uzi. Uh sorry. It's time to retire. Yeah. For, for Lil Uzi. <laughs> yeah. Take that diamond out of your head. That ruby. You look like a fool. <laughs> no, he's got the infinity stone. <laughs> no. I heard that like it was gonna give him cancer or something like that. Oh no! <laughs> it was like killing him, basically. Oh, that's yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, take it out of your head. Like, oh, it was cool for none of it. It was cool for a meme. Yeah. Well, um, you can find us on TikTok. You can roast us. Uh, we that's love it. The common pattern. Yeah, lately, I guess I I love it. Um, roast us on Instagram too. YouTube mm. Shorts. Uh, full videos up on YouTube now. They're on, on YouTube. On YouTube, all episodes. Uh. Mm. And we'll uh, continue coming to you weekly with these. A uh, lot of new movies coming out this month, so super exciting stuff that we'll be we'll ch we'll be yeah. chatting about. Absolutely, cool.
All right, bye. Oh.